so many people seem to be so afraid of the coronavirus, how should people of faith be responding, Percy, to this pandemic? Wayne, just like with cancer, fear tries to infect every person who hears about this virus or any type of quote-unquote life-threatening disease or scenario. But God gives us the power, hallelujah, to win the battle potentially against fear. We need to try to tap into those resources to fight back against it. All right, on this episode, a special episode of Health, Hope, and Inspiration, we share scripture after scripture about how we can fight the fear of the coronavirus. Stay with us. The following program is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. The information discussed during this program is not medical advice. Be sure to talk to your medical doctor for information and advice relating to your health. Welcome to a very special edition of Health, Hope, and Inspiration as we address the coronavirus, COVID-19, that is affecting the whole world. I'm Wayne Shepherd. Our host is Reverend Percy McRae, Director of Faith-Based Programs at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. And Percy, just as in a couple of previous episodes, you join us for your home uh, via Skype here today because this is, this is what the world has come to, right? This is what we need to do. It is, and it has. And as you and I have just been informed at the time that we started this session, uh, you know, an additional state now has been added to basically being put on lockdown, the right. state of Illinois, which yep. is where you're sitting right now. Yeah, I'll be going home and uh, spending some time in my own home for a while here. We'll have to work from home. We'll see what will happen here. But you know what? I'm not fearful about that. Um, people of faith need to be reminded that God is bigger. We've had a whole program conversation about the fact that God is bigger than the coronavirus. And today yes. we're going to address this fear that maybe some of us feel. It, I think it's, do you think it's natural that we sort of have this, this anticipatory fear a little bit? It is. Let me, let me theologically take my, my shot at explaining this. Uh, when we go back to Genesis and and walk through the story of Adam and Eve and when, of course, they disobeyed God and, and they fell from grace, there's a passage of scripture that says that they ran and hid themselves because they noticed that they were, they were naked and they were afraid. Mm -hmm. The first time that we ever see a reference in our written uh, Christian uh, chronicles of fear entering into the consciousness of God's creation. And so I would like to offer as something to consider that whenever uh, we are disconnected uh, from the, uh, the, the basic grace and presence of God, as we are in our natural flesh, we are still very much in, in this earthen vessel that we have. We're still walking underneath the law of the curse of sin and death that happened at that moment in time. And so we are naturally exposed to the impact and the aspect of what fear comes to do to us. Fear entered into the earth's atmosphere as a result of a disobedience from God when man was cut off from God. And so we still have to deal with the negative impact of that. Though we are now spirit-filled, though we now are redeemed, the, the redeemed of the Lord, as the word of God tells us, we still have to deal with the spirit of fear that tries to come upon us. But we now know because of the finished work of Jesus Christ as a, as a Christian belief system, we now have access to God's grace and his mercy, and that we know that he has not given us the spirit of fear, but the spirit of power and love and a sound mind. So it's a it's a nice counterbalance that we have to walk through as human beings. 
Yes, and the best way I can put it in my words is we, of course, need to respect this virus and the danger it presents to us. We need to follow all the medical advice that comes to us from all the experts. And we're not here to give medical advice, by the way. But at the same time, we don't need to be fearful about what's ahead because our times are in God's hands. We'll talk more about that here on the program today. We have a resource that I want to put into the hands of our listeners, so be ready to jot down our web address here in just a moment. But before we do anything else, to address our fears, why don't you calm our hearts by leading us to the throne of grace in prayer? Percy? Yes, please pray with me now as we go to the throne of grace. Dear Lord, we thank you as always for the privilege and the opportunity to pray. And we thank you, Lord, that we have access to you, even in the midst of trials and tribulations and even in the midst of fearful times. We know that we can run into your loving arms just as a child does with his 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 earthen father, that we can run into your presence, into your bosom. And that, Father, you are wrapping your arms of love and mercy and safety around us. And we need it at this moment and this time. And so we thank you that we are pushing, we are choosing to push back against the mental, emotional, and physical challenges that fear is presenting to us in this very hour. We know that there's a real enemy in our midst. We know that uh, it is something that we must contend with. But we also know that you have given us the power to overcome all things that come against the kingdom of God. And so today we stand uh, emboldened around the fact that not because of our own strength or because of our own might or even our own ingenuity, but it is because of he who lives within us. He who is within us is greater than that which is around us today. And so we stand on that precious promise. Speak to your people, lead them, guide them, help us and support us as we walk through this process that you said that you would never leave us and that you would never forsake us. This today we do pray in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Our resource we want to give to you fits right in with our conversation today, Victory Over Fear, written by our own Reverend Percy McRae. So to download this free, uh, I, I would call it this, this essay, Victory Over Fear, it's available at healthhopeandinspiration.com. And when you go to the website, if you haven't already uh, subscribed to this podcast, go ahead and subscribe so you get automatic notification of when a new episode is released, healthhopeandinspiration.com. So today, we're talking about fear. We're pushing back against fear because the strength of the Lord is greater than any challenge that comes our way. The challenge of cancer, which we talk about regularly on this podcast, and of course, the challenge of the coronavirus, which is so deeply affecting the world right now. Percy, I want to begin with the fact that I, I want to emphasize the point that we urge our listeners to do everything the health officials are telling us to do so that we can bend this curve down on those who are being infected by this. We need to follow all that good advice. That is correct. We want to be very clear, and we have always done so from the very onset of this program, that there are uh, natural laws and medical uh, processes and procedures that we should consider and that we, sh- that we should follow. And so with that being said, that is absolutely right. We are people of faith. We trust and believe in God, but we also must do our part and follow those guidelines and precautions. So please do so. Please stay in contact with your personal healthcare professional and physician if there is something unique to your situation as a cancer patient with regard to coronavirus, but also follow the guidelines of the CDC and et cetera, as we try to, as you said, bend that curve and and hopefully uh, push back against spreading of this disease one to another. 
Let's start in Proverbs. Proverbs chapter three. You got it in front of you there? I do, and it's a great jumping off place for us. So let's start there to establish some principles and some schools of thought in terms of fighting back against the spirit of fear. Proverbs 3, 24 and 26. Proverbs 3, 24 through 26 says, when you lie down, you will not be afraid. When you lie down, your sleep will be sweet. Have no fear of sudden disaster or of the ruin that overtakes the wicked. For the Lord will be at your side and will keep your foot from being snared. This is There's a, a pretty large cancer group in Maryland that asked me to to call in and speak to their group on Tuesday night of this week. So I, I'm not only doing this via our, our platform, there are other groups that have asked me to, you know, to provide some words of inspiration and some perspective. And I shared this scripture as I was preparing and the Lord reminded me of this scripture. It's a powerful scripture because one of the things that we're trying to work through, obviously, is the impact of the mental, emotional, and potentially physical dynamics of what is happening with this pandemic. And one of the things that I have been hearing is that people are saying that they're struggling to sleep, that they're not restful because they're, they're so full of anxiety. And though I think that this scripture is speaking to us literally, it also speaks to us uh, in a metaphor as well with regard to our overall disposition. But just listen to it. When you lay down, you will not be afraid. When you lie down, your sleep will be sweet. And so it says, have no fear of sudden disaster or of the ruin that overtakes the wicked, for the Lord will be at your side and will keep your feet from being snared. And so we wanna start off right there with that scripture of saying that we're speaking to our audience, that you're gonna be able to rest, that you're gonna be able to steal your thoughts, that you're gonna be able to calm yourself so that you do not allow the anxiety of the hour or the moment or the day to take us to a place where we can't calm ourselves in the presence of our God. It's important to understand that we have a right and we have access to that type of persuasion over our mental and our emotional and potentially our physical being as we're dealing with this situation to us today. You know, the very words that you're saying to us today, we need to take them and there's probably someone in our life that needs to hear them. Now, of course, we're social distancing from each other and we're trying yeah. to take precautions, but at the same time, we can reach out just as you reached out you know, on the phone to that group in Maryland and we can reach out to our friends and neighbors. Maybe we can reach out to the elderly who are really yeah. quite concerned about this. You know, they're so vulnerable to this coronavirus. We can use these words to encourage each other. I think we need to do that. Well, no, and part of, you know, our mission here with the focus and for me from day one as a ministry with Help, Hope and Inspiration is creating a platform that can transcend just a conversation between you and I that can go out to hundreds, thousands and millions. Yes, share these words, share these thoughts, share these scriptures. There's somebody else who needs to hear. And I and I want to encourage and challenge everyone. We, we did this on our uh, one of our other episodes, have church at your house. <laughs> have, you know, you, you, you can be the minister in charge of a service or inspirational moment or a Bible study that you can share with people that are in your sphere of influence. The beauty of Facebook and social media right now is that everybody has a platform. Everybody has a group of people that they know that will listen to them who may not necessarily listen to us or may not be even aware of us, you have the ability, you have that person's ear 
share everything here is for you to share with others and bless others around you. Absolutely. All right. All right. Well, I'm going to ask you to open up to some more scripture verses in a moment after I remind everyone that with hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Tulsa, Cancer Treatment Centers of America take an integrative approach to cancer care. They use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease while helping patients manage side effects and maintain their quality of life by using evidence-informed therapies like nutrition and naturopathic support, along with pastoral care, pain management, and other supportive care services. Treatments are tailored for each patient's specific needs. Visit our website, healthhopeandinspiration.com, or call 866-712-HOPE, 866-712-HOPE. And don't forget to download Victory Over Fear from our website right now, healthhopeandinspiration.com. And don't keep it to yourself. Spread this around. Share this hope with others that uh, perhaps are feeling just as you feel, maybe a little fearful of what's going on here, but it gives you faith and uh, hope in, uh, in God's provision. All right, let's, uh, let's go back to the scriptures. Percy, you want to share more with us? Yes, sir. So let's start here. Now that we've moved from the principle of understanding that in the midst of disaster or potential threat, we can still have sleep. We can have sweet sleep in the presence of knowing that our God is with us. Let's now then proceed to do some other things. Psalms 27 and verse one basically tells us the Lord is my light. Hallelujah. And my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Great question. The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Three things that I want to highlight and extrapolate from this verse of scripture. Number one, our strength doesn't come from something that can be shaken or lost. (laughs) It's important to understand today that whatever is happening with the stock market and the stock exchange, whatever is happening with, you know, overseas commerce and accept the banking industry and all of those different things that are very real that we on some level, you know, have to engage with. Our strength, praise God, does not come from those sources. Our strength comes from a source that cannot be shaken, that cannot be lost, and cannot be moved. And it's important for us to understand that because, Wayne, before it's all said and done, we all may get may be getting stripped down to some very basic uh, essentials of everyday living and engagement and interaction, and we cannot allow our sense of strength that may be associated with that to be the thing that we're gonna draw upon. It is now time for us to understand that our strength comes from a source above, not within. Mm -hmm. Important to understand that today. Yeah, and that source above is bigger than anything we're gonna face. It's bigger than anything that we're gonna face. And so the next point would be what is bigger than God that we should be afraid. At the end of the day, it's very much like David when he stood in front of the, the giant Goliath. He didn't fixate on the size of his enemy. He began to internalize his size of the of the force that lived within him. And so he said, I'm going to uh, face this giant in the spirit of the Lord. In other words, I'm not going in my own strength. I'm not going in my own might. And it dovetails back into our first point. We we Our strength is not the strength that we're going to tap into. We're going to tap into a strength that comes from a source that is bigger than us, and that is God which will allow us not to be or to succumb to the pressure of fear that is trying to press in on us. So again, our strength doesn't come from something that can be shaken or lost, and that our strength comes from something that is bigger than us, which is God that cannot and will not allow us to be made prisoner of the moment of fear. 
Well, the first few words of Psalm 27 says, the Lord is my light. What do you make of the reference to light here? Yeah, well, again, the ability to see. What does light do? It gives us illumination. It gives us the ability to see. It gives us the ability to have vision. See, right now, what the world is looking for, Wayne, it's a great question, thank you for asking, is that people are trying to see. Where are we going? People are trying to see what is going to happen. People are trying to see what is going to be the ultimate outcome. And quite frankly, no one has a concrete answer. Oh, say, can you see? <laughs> we don't, we, right now, we, we don't have the ability to see with our natural vision. So again, Psalms 27 one says, the Lord is my light. The ability for us to see is going to come from the God who created everything, who created the, the end and then started and began. <laughs> and so that is where we're going to get our marching orders from ultimately that will allow us to see where we are going. We are seeing through the lens and the filter of faith and hope that God is keeping us, that he's holding us and that he's upholding us by his right hand. So that's really what that scripture is referencing, the ability Excellent. to see. Excellent. Thank you for that. I really appreciate that. We're talking with Reverend Percy McCray via Skype from his home study. Uh, this is just the most expedient way that we could uh, reach our listeners here today is to give Percy a call via Skype. And we're talking about fighting the fear of the coronavirus. And of course, Percy, the news is changing every day. And that's part of the problem, isn't it? It's just it's just fear upon fear because of what's being revealed every day about this. But we can fight against that. We can fight back. Well, we're being challenged around one of the natural instincts that we have as human beings, and that is control. We want to be in control and we want to be in charge. And the way that we, we maintain a sense of control is information, that we know something, that we understand how something is going to work or we understand how something is going to unfold. And right now, we don't have the benefit of knowing, which is really making us all feel like we're out of control, That's right. that we're not yeah. in charge of the circumstances. Yeah, you, you put your finger on it. <laughs> yeah, so we've got to remember, ultimately, who is in charge and who is in control. So yes, that is absolutely the dynamic that we're dealing with. So that'll help us to transition into our, our second scripture, which, of course, is Isaiah 41 and 10 that says, do not fear for I am with you. Do not be dismayed for I'm your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. God is saying to us here, do not fear, which means we can resist fear. If God tells us we can do something, then that means we can do it. The issue is, is that we can't do it within our own strength. <laughs> so if he tells us to do something, that means he's going to provide us with the ability to do so. And so we can resist fear and we are going to push back against fear, but it doesn't mean that fear is not going to knock on our door. Right. And his will is for us is not to live in fear. And this verse isn't just for the good times. Oh, no, no, not at all. As a matter of fact, this scripture, quite frankly, is for perilous times. See, when you understand the writer of this particular passage of scripture, uh, which is another entire show I'd probably like to do at another time, okay. was the, the prophet Isaiah. Isaiah was a prophet that was sent to talk to the nation of Israel in the midst of devastation and calamity and, and all sorts of things that was going to happen to it as a nation 
of dealing with drought and famine and negative circumstances. So we have to understand who the writer is and who he was talking to and the times in which he was writing. It was in the midst of negative hardship and difficulty. So yeah, this is not just for good times. Also out of this scripture, uh, as we reflect upon it, so he said, he was with us. Yeah. Uh, the one who made the earth, who created the heavens, is with you and I. What an astounding thought, huh? <laughs> it helps us to, again, put put perspective on our circumstances. Coronavirus may be big, but it's not bigger than the person that created the universe. And so I'm reminded when Job uh, was challenged by God, he said, when did you create a world? When did you create a heaven and an earth? In other words, stop trying to do what only I am able to do because I am the creator the giver and the sustainer of all things. And so we are reminded of that. And along with that, sometimes we are afraid because we are not strong enough. Well, God is not expecting us to do this as we stated earlier in our own strength. He will strengthen us. And then sometimes we fear because we have no help. Well, we are reminded that God is our help, an ever-present help in the time of trouble. Mm. Well, I hope you will visit our website at healthhopeandinspiration.com and click on Sponsor to learn more about Cancer Treatment Centers of America or contact one of their friendly oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options by simply calling 866-712-HOPE. That's 866-712-HOPE. Cancer Treatment Centers of America uses state-of-the-art technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. And you can learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. And if you're new to our podcast, yes, we normally talk about cancer and all the things affected by cancer. But today we're expanding that conversation to cover the coronavirus, COVID-19 as it's referred to. And uh, this is gripping the world right now. And we just all need to come to an understanding uh, spiritually, of uh, the fact that God is uh, bigger than all of the that which we're facing. For the person of faith, Percy, this is so important. And let me say, too, that in case someone is wondering, at Cancer Treatment Centers of America, spiritual support is provided as desired by the patient, of course. And But this is a faith-based conversation we're having here today. It is. It absolutely is. And we want to speak to uh, the natural dynamics that impact us from a spiritual perspective and how can we uh, continue to tap into our sense of spirituality, particularly on the subject of dealing with uh, fighting fear. I'm reminded of, of, of just three other quick scriptures along the lines of this way. Matthew 28, 20, that says, surely I'm with you always to the very ends of the ages. God is with us hmm. even beyond and to the end of yeah, the ages. He's not abandoned us. No way. That's right. He's not, he's not gone anywhere. He's closer than you think he is right now, mm -hmm. believe me. And then 1 John 4 and 4 says that greater is he who is in us than he that is in the world. God is not just with us, Wayne, but he is living inside of us. He's walking inside of us. And that's a very empowering thing to remember uh, that as we are walking through the planet, God is walking through the planet with us and in us. And so we close with the final thought of the day that God has not given us the spirit of fear. First Timothy 1 and 7 tells us, but he has given us the spirit of power, of love. And I love the last piece of this and a sound mind because mm -hmm. we're battling in some cases the battle of what's going on in our thinking. Our mind is sound because it's tied back to the fact that God is with us. He's in us. He's greater than anything that we are facing and that we do not have anything to fear because the Lord goes before us at all times. And we remind ourselves of that, though we may be facing fear 
on a daily basis. Well, Percy, I believe you're such a good man. I believe the Lord has called you and equipped you for moments like this to give us all perspective on what we're going through. So you're being faithful to that call of God in your life. And I, I'm, I'm praising God for you right now. Thank you. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. But at the end of the day, we got work to do, my friend. So yes, I'm going to just do. keep chopping the wood. I'm going to just right. keep chopping the wood, all right. brother. Now, but before we go chop the wood, we got to go to the website. I want to remind you that we oh, have yeah. this essay available, this free resource, Victory Over Fear. It encapsulates much of what we talked about here today. There's probably even more in here. And it would be a great encouragement to you to read this and to share it with friends and loved ones at this time when we're all so just, you know, caught up with what's going on with the coronavirus. So go to our website, healthhopeandinspiration.com. Click on the free resource, Victory Over Fear. And let us know you're listening. We'd we'd love it if you would review this conversation at uh, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. It would be so helpful to have that review. And that lets others know what's going on here. And uh, Percy, I know you, you feel the same way. Absolutely. So again, stay in touch as we are staying in touch with you. We, do, we want you to know that your health, hope, and inspiration faith community is what I'd like to call us at this point. We're, we're staying connected to you as you stay connected to us. Right. And we're going to walk through this thing together. We're going right. to walk through this together. Okay, brother, we've uh, caught you at home here today via Skype. A lot of us are spending a lot of time at home these days. And yep. uh, someday we'll get back in the studio together. But uh, I'm so <laughs> great, grateful for the technology that allowed us to connect on this topic. So thank you, brother. Well, thank you. Love you to life and not to death. And again, let's keep chopping the wood. We've got work to do. We're still believing the best is yet to come. God you bless. have been listening to a special edition of Health, Hope, and Inspiration. I'm Wayne Shepherd, our host, Reverend Percy McRae. We'll see you next time. Health, Hope, and Inspiration is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Our hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Tulsa take an integrative approach to cancer care. We use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease while helping patients manage side effects and maintain their quality of life by using evidence-informed therapies like nutrition and naturopathic support, along with pastoral care, pain management, and other supportive care services. Treatments are tailored to each patient's specific needs. Visit healthhopeandinspiration.com to view our cancer-related resources or to contact our oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options. Working together under one roof, our cancer experts use state-of-the-art technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com.